0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. I'm ringing the bell for real-time engagement with the Father. Take a listen to today's episode because it is time for a striking conviction that comes only from Him about the course correction that lies ahead. We are about to have what is called metanoia. It is the gift of repentance that comes only from God. Embrace it. Let it have its full work in you. And let's turn and go with him and turn and strengthen the brethren. Here we go, my friends. I'm so glad we're in this together here on Tent Talk, the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries. Here we go, my friends. We are definitely in a metanoia time. Metanoia is the Greek word that we know as repentance, where there is a striking change of mind that results in an outward change of direction. And with that striking change of mind and that complete and total course correction where we go in the way of the Lord, there will also be actions that begin to happen. This is not human sorrow where I'm sorry I got caught, where I really hate that it got exposed where I just feel badly for what I maybe did to someone and it only lasts about five minutes. My friends, I'm talking about the gift of repentance that must precede all real and true change of how we live. Remember, really and truly, if I'm going to be honest with you, we are not living a changed life. You don't need Jesus to have a changed life, to go from negative to positive, or to go from evil to good. But my friends, you absolutely must have Jesus if you're going to go from being dead to being alive. This is where we are living the exchanged life. I have relinquished my old life. I have allowed the full crucifixion of the old nature to be made experiential in me, And I am now living the life of Jesus Christ himself and only am concerned about that life being developed. So, welcome to Ring the Bell 11.0. Oops, sorry. Ring the Bell 12.0. We need to recognize we are in times and days of great glory and great trouble. They are happening simultaneously. You are not being prepared to live a nice, charmed Christian life. Wake up, throw your shoulders back, lift your chin up, let him be the glory and the lifter of your head, and not in some soulish, euphoric, uh, temporary moment, but receive the gift of true metanoia, true repentance, where you are forever, forever changed in your thinking because you're adapting to his way of thinking and take those steps that he is leading you in, into new life. We are those according to Romans six, who walk and conduct our business and behave in newness of life. And that life was given to us that we might be 100% compatible with the father, that we might literally walk with him, live with him, move with him in real time engagement, real time engagement in an abiding way of life. That's how Jesus, the son lived. And that is how all the sons who follow in his way, how we will live. Now I want to read to you from the introduction in my book. Oftentimes people read my book and only walk away with thinking that it is for healing for people who have been sexually abused. And I want to say to you, if that's all you walked away from my book with, I'm glad you know that all of that can be dealt with, but I would um, respectfully submit to you, you missed the full scope and sequence of the book. The book is about us being delivered by the power of the cross from our independence from God. Okay, listen to me carefully. The sons of God cannot continue to live in their defiled independence. And if you only live to the depth of being healed from what others have done to you, you haven't yet really uh, come to the understanding of the deliverance that God has come to bring to us. He has come to deliver us from ourselves and back to Him so that we might live not just as a healed survivor of those things that have happened to us, but as delivered sons who have been restored to the Father, that we can get up and live the life that He wrote down for us before the foundations of the world. And that can only happen when we come to the striking conviction, to the gift of true metanoia, to realize we have been up in our own navel. We have been up in our own selves to the degree that literally we refer everything to ourselves, even in our Christian life. We must have our condition rectified and our course corrected so that we understand that we were not just made to be healed survivors, doing God a favor by being faithful to him, even though he's let all these things happen to us. My friends, the hell that has come to us and through us is because of what happened in the garden and what happened in the garden of Gethsemane with Jesus when he said, Father, your will, your will, Father. See, because he was really saying my will, Father, is your will. And let's restore those sons back to you. Right, We've got to recognize that we have been returned to the Father through Jesus Christ and his full unlimited obedience. And this is what then we begin to step into is the life we were meant to have. No matter what your childhood has been, no matter what the past has been, I want you to receive the striking conviction of thought from him and be awakened to him for him in this hour of history. The introduction to my book reads, Out of the ashes we rise. Seducers are more dangerous than persecutors. The church cannot continue to focus mainly on what attacks her publicly, but must face what controls her privately. Unresolved conflicts are never left behind. They're just left for another day. We are in days when what remains unresolved and unforgiven is surfacing and thrashing about like submarines in a raging ocean. We will never stand in our full authority publicly if we are not standing in our full victory privately. This hour in history cries out for all, from prison to pulpit, to face their conflict with man and their controversy with God, embrace the cross and live in their full birthright of love. It is imperative that we see our core trauma as our inherited independence from God. We were born separated from Him and left to ourselves and others to meet our own needs. Recognizing this truth is our only hope of fully returning to abiding, maturing, dependency on God and reaching our generations. In telling you of my life journey with the cross of Jesus Christ... I hope to share how we must come out from under our own independent care and come into the full dependency on and the care of our Father. We must escape the shallow waters of cultural Christianity to live in the full depth of cross Christianity. My friends, cross Christianity is the way of Christ. We are those who belong to Him. And as we step into the ringing the bell, the next uh, few episodes that remain in the month of September, I'm ringing this bell for full-time engagement, full-time engagement, not Sunday engagement, not Wednesday engagement, every day, every hour engagement with him. Now, my friends, you can't make that happen. You can choose to live that way and yield yourself to Holy Spirit so that just like he did with Jesus, he can do with you. You see, we must begin to yield to the Godhead to allow them to prepare us for the hour in which we live, to be able to walk as debtors to all men. Listen to me carefully, to live as debtors to all men. You see, I have received so great a salvation that I now want to pass that on, pass on life, the exchanged life to others. For that to happen, I have to know what I have been forgiven. I have to live in the fullness of the new life that has come to me, the full development of that life uh, that I might live in that oneness with the Father. That I might live in the character and integrity of Jesus Christ, in His work ethic, and then I might pass it on to every person that God assigns me to. I'm not just going around randomly trying to do something. I'm getting uh, prepared more and more for my specific assignment. It gets more specific with every passing day. I'm calling you out of the general waters of Christianity and into the specific waters of your life with the Father. And I want to encourage you to take those steps. So yes, we are going to talk about true biblical justice, true biblical forgiveness in the days ahead, and what it really means when you unhook from the whole human race so that you can hook in to the Father. He becomes your source, your guide, your goal. He is everything to you. And you begin to live the life of Christ. His life and His nature was put inside of you, His mind. And everything you have from God is in the Spirit. But now it must be developed and it must be worked out in full dependency, in full uh, agreement with the Father. But we have to even know that that's that's where we're headed, that that's what's going on. And so everything I'm doing these days is getting people ready uh, to to know Him, to be realistic about what that really looks like and what that can really take. So I want to read to you something that I challenged the the folks that are with me in what I'm calling The Vault. And so in the month of September, I'm in real-time engagement with God uh, and pouring into uh, a certain group of folks that come to my ministry house on Thursdays. And we spend several hours together. And we are doing that in the month of September uh, and getting them prepared because they had been pursuing me. They had been talking to me, sharing with me the way they felt so pressed to get ready for their next season in life. And God began to put it upon my heart to engage with them in real time. And so I'm not just telling you to do that. I'm doing that. And as I spent time with them yesterday, I really focused in on this word, metanoia. So I'm not going to give you the full hours that I gave to them, but in these moments, I want to share with you the importance of this true metanoia, the true striking conviction. For if we're going to keep moving forward in real-time engagement with the Father, we need Him to gift us with true repentance, Not I feel badly for what I do and that wears off and then I just really keep on doing what I'm doing and then I feel badly and I hurt people and I miss God, but I just keep repeating my cycles. My friends, that cannot continue. So in this shifting, right? In our previous episode, I was encouraging you to see that we're in the shift Right? And in today's episode I want to continue in that shift of us moving towards solution, but we need God to gift us with his mind, a striking conviction that comes to us that literally is a gift to us according to Second Corinthians seven, nine and ten. I strongly encourage you to read it in the Amplified Classic, because it says that there is a grief that God means for us to feel. It's the grief of having lived so long without him and trying to do it all on our own. And when this grief comes to you, my friends, don't let anybody help you out of it. Let the Holy Spirit lead you through it. And it says then that if God is permitted to direct your pain, that with it will come deliverance, salvation, and no regret My friends, we have got to step into our future with Him with no regret. We need the deliverance that only He brings. Therefore, we are the ones, if you will, who finally permit him to be in charge of our pain, to direct our pain where it doesn't just keep cycling us through all these different things. But finally, we realize he's about to shoot us out in a completely different direction with him in newer depths, fresher depths of life with him. You're not going to keep repeating the same old Christian circles of, you know, never getting out of anything. Oh, my friends, li- listen to this. I've just got to get to this because I don't want to turn this into an hour long podcast, even though I know there are friends out there that have told me <laughs> they want that. Um, maybe it's two of you, you know, but, but here we go. I want to try to keep this somewhat, uh, you know, brief, uh, but I-, I want to just read these statements to you and then give you four points that I want you to be challenged to look at. I did this with the folks in the vault and I'm just going to share this with you because I'm in real time engagement. These are not just topics that I, you know, study so that I can have something to say and fill the time. This is what we're really in. So so check out these statements. Now, these are not original with me. Uh, but I'm not totally sure of the source of where they come from because in my research and study on metanoia, I came across them and I'm sorry to say, I don't know exactly where they come from, but I want to make sure you know, they don't come and originate from me. So here we go. All change begins with the non-conformity of one or a few. This requires unusual courage not born of fearlessness, but conviction. Oh, listen to this again. Now I'm going to just kind of put it in my own words. Listen to this. All change, my friends, is going to begin with the nonconformity of you, right? Just maybe one person or a few. This is Change. this is going to require unusual courage. And I'm going to say to you, for you to go in this course correction as the Holy Spirit grants unto you true metanoia, true repentance, a true change of mind that results in an outward change of direction and behavior, it is going to require the courage of Jesus himself. And that courage is going to be born out of conviction, not out of your bravado or your hype or your euphoria soulish momentary declarations of loyalty to the father. No, no, no. This is going to come out of a deep, deep work that he's doing inside of you. And you begin to hear his voice and you begin to awaken to him. You begin to take your eyes off of everything that has been trying to swallow up life. And you're going to take your eyes off of all of your efforts to fix you uh, you know to garner yourself some kind of destiny uh, to self assign yourself to some assignment. no, my friends, we are in this moment of real time engagement with the Father where we awaken to him and we realize there is a conviction that he's bringing to us that is leading us into new awareness and uh conviction right of assignment. so let me read it again. all change begins with the nonconformity of one or a few. This requires unusual courage, not born of fearlessness, but conviction. The accumulated impact of change of heart in one person after another gradually begins to raise the standards for, quote, normal living, like a rising tide that lifts all boats. My friends, are you willing to be the only one that goes this way in your circle of friends, in your church, in your uh, city, in your nation, whatever the case may be? I don't want to just pump you up for an episode. I want to speak to you, the new man, the one who is made by Christ, in Christ, for Christ, and that you would be glad-hearted in it. Glad-hearted sons are arising because Christ in them is arising. And I want to say to you that there can be an accumulated impact of change of heart in one person, and then it can go to another and another. And gradually that begins to raise the standard of life that we begin to realize we've been called to him and that we really can live like him as we allow him to develop his life in us. You see this character of those who are going to walk with God, who are going to prepare the way of the Lord. My friends, prepare ye the way of the Lord. He is working in us. He is deeply delivering us. He is satisfying us. And now we turn and say, Father, what would satisfy you? What is it that you desire, Father? You see, if it's really of him, My friends, it's not going to keep you in your navel. It's not going to keep you so self-focused, right? Seeking your own gratification and indulging your own preferences. The individual work that God does in us that is born of Christ and born of the cross of Jesus is going to ignite you eventually to lift up your head and say, oh my, there's a whole world that needs to know him. Now, initially, that's just your world. Maybe it's just those few that are around you, right? Let's don't get into self-grandiosity, right? It's just like, what is your corner of the market? What has he called you to, right? Can you begin to take ownership of that and let him prepare you for that? And so as he delivers you, it's not so you can just walk off and remain in defiled independence. He awakens you to himself. He delivers you so that you can then walk with him in the fullness of what he made you for, life with him. And he will. He will win to himself, my friends, through your obedience, some portion of what Jesus won for him through all of his obedience. See, Jesus won back the world. Not everyone's going to respond, right? You don't have to save the world. But you could say to him, what is it that you want to win for yourself in this generation through me? I mean, Jesus has already won it. You understand Jesus has done everything. But in every generation, there have to be those sons, if you will, that go out and gather up what Christ has already accomplished. They have to proclaim it. They have to speak of it, live it, talk about it, be willing to make a way. For the Lord, into the lives of others, and to allow there to be ways for others to enter in to knowing Him. So here are four things that it will require in this change. And you can't just be one who's going to maintain the status quo. There is a non-conformity of one or a few. Don't try to be like everyone else. Your differences are not negative your differences can be honed by God to serve his purposes. You can be that one. That's not just trying to be weird and peculiar, but you will be willing to go against the grain as God speaks to you to follow him. So, I mean, this is something that, again, we don't self-assign and we don't self-produce. It's something that he produces in us. So here are those four points. Number one, there's a striking conviction that comes to you. This metanoia, this change of mind where you awaken to him. You see things from his vantage point, And then there is a courage that comes out of, remember, not born of fearlessness, but born out of conviction. So you have a conviction that comes to you from the Father. There is a courage that accompanies that conviction that I must rise and go with him. And so therefore you are willing to take the risks of non-conformity. Number one is conviction. Number two is courage that comes out of that conviction. Out of that courage to risk comes a non-conformity which means I'm willing to go in the fresh ways of God in real-time engagement with Him. Therefore, there could be change that comes. My friends, we need to step forward in this, and I commit to you that our remaining episodes in September will serve uh, this this focus, this metanoia, this awakening, so that we can be in real-time engagement with the father. So you are going to be, I guarantee you, if you stay with him, you're going to be drawn out beyond your own preset limits. You're going to be drawn out by him, invited by him to get outside your comfort zones so that you can step into wide open spaces. But we only get to the wide open spaces, my friends, through the narrow way, through his way. So I want you to be encouraged today. We are in real-time engagement with the Father. We are in it with Him, for Him, by Him. And I'm ringing the bell for real-time engagement with the Father. Here we go, my friends. I love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.